Dealing with being a new mother and grieving the death of her mom causes Sloane to shut down on everyone around her. It seems like the more she tries to fight her current state, the worse it becomes. With her husband and the rest of her family by her side, she's she's determined to overcome the obstacles in front of her. Join the last Parker sister for this emotional roller coaster. So as we left off in the last story, we know that the lady's mom passed away and everybody dealt with it differently. Now, nobody has been in touch with Sloan for a while now. It's like her husband, Jace, Chase, let's say Chase, um, he had to drag her out. Well, not drag, but he encouraged her to even go to the funeral because she didn't even want to do that. Because literally the day she had her daughter is the day her mom died. And after the funeral, you know, she's been at home in the bed, not even interacting with her baby. Jace has been doing everything. And he's even trying to, because she agreed to, well, they both thought it would be best if she breastfed, but because she couldn't get her to latch on, I believe, in the hospital, she just never tried after that. So she's just been in the bed, having no interaction with anyone. Her dad calls, she doesn't answer the phone, and it gets to the point where the sisters have finally had enough and they go over to her house to talk to her because it's just like, okay, you need to get out of this bed and, you know, start interacting with the world again. Like, dad is saying that he's called, you know, wanting to talk to you, look for you. You won't answer his calls. You know, my niece is out there. What are you doing in bed? And so, at first, nobody knows that she's not interacting with the baby well. Because, you know, they haven't been over. They don't come out. They come over to see the baby, but nobody could get her to come out the room. Um, and so at one point, you know, Chase is doing his best to get her to even, like, basically look at their daughter. But she's like, you know, you know, she doesn't like me. I just can't right now. You do it. And he's like, you know, at some point, this is our daughter, you're going to have to interact with her. She's like, she doesn't like me. You know, she's just really having a hard time. This, And I don't want to seem heartless, but at some point, I believe it was Aurora who came, in, came over to talk to her. And she's like, okay, enough is enough. And I think I spoke about it on the last episode, but it was actually this, because it's kind of, they kind of have a big blow up because it's just like, Okay, yeah, mommy's gone now, but we still have to, um, you know, march forward. So we need you to get back to yourself and figure out what you're going to do. And this is when Sloan is like, oh, well, I'm sorry. I didn't go off on a vacation like my mother didn't just die. And I'm sorry, Aurora, that your head is so up in the clouds because your boyfriend came back you know, I'm actually dealing with the fact that I lost my mother and I can't bond with my baby. And that's when they snap off on her because it's like, 
No, we dealt with it too, but we just couldn't lay in bed and let the world stop around us. Like, what are you talking about? And so, you know, she don't want to hear that. She's like, you know, y'all need to get out. I just can't deal with this. And so for the majority of the book, Sloan is stuck. She's stuck in grief. She don't want to talk about it. She don't want to address nothing. She's just stuck. And at one point when Chase, Jace, left the baby with her, he's like, you know, I need to take a shower. I've been at work all day. Can you just hold her till I get out? And at first, you know, she tries to say no, but he literally like put the baby in her arms and walked away because it's like, okay, this is your baby. At some point, you're going to have to like try to bond with her. And the baby immediately starts crying. So, you know, she's looking around like, oh my God. So she tries to make her a bottle, but the baby is like wiggling to get out of her arms. So she knocks it over and she just gets so fr oh nope i'm confusing it two times when she started crying she yelled at her because while chase uh jace was in the shower she just gets frustrated so she's like you know can you please stop crying so he walks in the room and says yelling at her won't help this situation and she just hands the baby back off to him and just goes back to bed basically and then it was the other time that I'm talking about. She was a little bit older, um, but she was trying to get her milk and the baby was wiggling in her arms. And to avoid dropping her, she basically spilled the milk all over and she gets frustrated that way. And Aurora comes in and is like, you know, you can ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. And she says some little smart shit and says, well, if you want to help, uh, you know, basically take her and clean this up while I go change clothes. And everybody is getting frustrated. Like her husband is doing the best he can. He talks to his parents because um, his mother would keep her a majority of the time or her husband would take him, uh, take the baby to go see her dad. But she wasn't communicating with him. And I remember at some point, I want to say it was Gianna. She said, you know, dad says he can't get in contact with you. Like, you will not answer his calls at all. What is going on? And in a moment of her grief, she was honest, but her honesty felt like bullshit. And so she says, you know, I don't have my, I don't have a living parent anymore. And no, it was Aurora. She was like, what? She was like, you're not going to get it. She's like, I don't get it. Explain it to me because dad's not dead. And she says, no, mom is dead. And my biological father never wanted me. So now I don't have any living parents. And Aurora looked at her and said, that has to be the dumbest shit I have ever heard. And she's like, you don't get it. And she's like, you're right. I don't get it. You don't know your father, like your biological father. You don't know the first thing about that man. Uh, he was abusive and mom ran away from him while she was four months pregnant. Then she met Aurora and Gianna's dad. I forgot that man's name and it's blowing my mind right now. Um, and you know, 
he took care of her from the very beginning. It's like, what are you talking about? You don't have a living parent. Like, girl, that was some of the selfish shit she could have ever said. It's like, that man has never treated you different. You are his daughter. He's calling you now. Wanting to get in contact with you, but you blowing him off? And so, you know, they don't speak about it again until Aurora tells her, you know, we're going to have a barbecue at dad's house. You need to make some type of dessert and a, a, a seven up cake. I think it was peach cobbler and a seven up cake. And she's like, I don't want to hear no back talk. You coming because enough is enough. We going to reunite as a family. Like, yeah, everybody got their own lives, but we also spend time together. So what's this, what is it going to be? And so, you know, she find and she was making a little progress. I ain't, I ain't trying to shit on Sloan too much. But, um, you know, she got out of bed. One day she actually did her hair. You know, she actually put some clothes on. Because she was living in sweats and, like, real comfortable clothes, which ain't nothing wrong with that. But she finally decided, I guess, to get back to herself. Because that's not the Sloan that she knew as herself and other people knew her as. And... You know, uh, Jace, he was there every step of the way. It's like, whatever capacity you need me in, I'm here. Like, he never pushed her away or was down on her about what she was going through. He was just trying his best to maintain still being a husband while also being a father and going to work. Um, And so, let's get to the barbecue. When the barbecue comes... You know, she's looking like herself. Her and her husband done went on a few dates. They, you know, finding their way back to each other. They in love. Or I should say she's in love with him again. Because it feels like he never was really out of love with her. He was just trying his best to console his wife while she's going through the process of coming to grips with losing her mother. And that was another thing that kind of... Well, not kind of. It did mess up the relationship with her daughter because it felt like she looked at her daughter as you're the reason my mom isn't here or like I lost my mom just to have you so and you're that was another thing that I didn't quite understand like I I get it I understand but at the same time it's just like I don't understand this because she kept saying mom's not here to show me how to be a mom or to help me be a mom or help me with raising my daughter. And first of all, you knew that already. Like when y'all found out she had cancer and the cancer wasn't coming back, you knew because y'all was preparing yourself for her death. Cause that was the problem that Gianna had. Like everybody just talking like mom's already dead. Y'all just preparing for this. Y'all ready for this. So is that's kind of how I'm looking at it. Like you knew, that this day was coming. So you were kind of already preparing yourself for it. And then also as a mother, and I've heard this from multiple mothers, it's like, okay, yeah, your mom would have came, showed you how to do a few things. I probably told you this what she did, da, 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 da. And, but you still would have like done your own thing anyway. I guess I should look at it. Cause the way my mom raised me and my sister's, is not the way my sister is raising my nieces. She does her own thing. She got her own thing. 
that she has going on and she constantly says you know these are my kids i do what i want with my kids which i have heard almost every parent say like this is my child i raise my child how i want to and so and also at one point she says the same thing like because she's having sorry i'm off track from the barbecue but this just popped into my head so um she says, you know, mom always made it look so easy. Our mom had it so easy while I'm struggling to even connect with my child. And once again, it was Aurora. I guess Aurora do got all the sense, but it took this to figure out that Aurora had all the sense. Um, And she tells her, girl, mama had three kids. It may seem like she had it all together because by the time you had the third one, you you know what you're doing by then. But who's to say how it was when it was just you by yourself and what she went through? Like, we don't remember being babies and, you know, what she did and how it affected her. And Like, girl, what are you talking about? No baby, no baby is easy. I don't even know what would make you think. But again, it's her grief talking. This, you know, this is just a grief book. Like how people deal with grief, how to get over grief, and it's just one day at a time. But anyway, okay. So back to the barbecue. So the daddy sees her and said, you know, like you a hard woman to get in touch with these days. Come on, talk to me. And she's nervous to even look at the man in his face. And you can tell he's hurting too. It's like this man just lost his wife. And let me tell you something. I say all the time, I'm a sensitive thug. But the thing that like really gut punched me, that man said, I never thought when I lost my wife, I would lose my oldest daughter as well. And it made her feel like shit, which it should have. I'm sorry. I'm like, I know everybody's entitled to their feelings, but it was, to me, it was fucked up. Because then she she says to him what she said to Aurora, like, you know, I felt like I didn't have any parents left and I just, I couldn't talk to you. And he was hurt. Cause it's just like, girl, from the moment, sorry, oh shit, I ain't shit. Um, have y'all ever heard First Burn? I'm sorry. The Hamilton like mixtape or whatever that shit was. I'm sorry. As soon as I said that, that immediately popped into my head. From the moment I met you, I knew you were mine. You said you were mine. I thought you were mine. That is so terrible. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I got a song for every fucking day. But anyway, you like, girl, when I met your mama and saw she was pregnant and I fell in love with her, I, you are my daughter. It's like that pussy ass nigga that was your biological father. Fuck him. Which it is. It's like, fuck it. The motherfucker was beating on your mama. So why are you mourning the fact that you don't have him in your life when you have such a great man right here? And for personal reasons, that really hits home and it really pisses me off. Somebody raises you from a child up. Like literally being a parent, doing all the things that parents do. Literally at one point being Mr. Mom. And you disrespect them like this and treat them like as if they're nobody just because they're not your biological parent. 
Like that. Okay, shut up, Erica. That's too personal. But yeah, that shit, that is bullshit. And it's so fucking disrespectful. But you know, he chalks it up like, I love you. You know, you're my child. We're going to get through this. And you better call me more often. And, you know, Sloan's husband, Chase, was, he was bringing the baby by so her dad could see him. But it's just like every time he would ask about her, you know, Jace is just like, oh, she's going through some things. You know, she just doesn't feel like talking. It just is what it is. Like, you know, she'll call you back later. Whatever. So now everything is right with the world. She's She still wasn't able to get the baby to latch on until Gianna, who is a nurse, she's like, you know, come into the house, come with me, and I want to show you something. So she said she learned this from another nurse, and she finally gets the baby to latch on instead of having, you know, to feed her the bottle. And so when Jace comes in, he's like, you know, everything all right out in here? Because I guess they've been gone for a while. And she's like, babe, look, look at her. And it's just an amazing moment for them. So they're now able to all bond together. And, you know, she's just feeling better at doing this mother thing. And they're slowly, you know, getting it together. And uh, at this, was it at the, yeah, it was at the barbecue. Uh, Zion proposes to Aurora and then later on we find out that Aurora is pregnant so you know pregnant and she engaged and so they looking at Gianna like you know what's up with y'all and she's like we've talked about it but ain't no rush either when the time comes the time comes and so when the guys come over they're like what y'all talking about they're like weddings and babies. And Xavier look at her like, oh, really? And she's like, I just told them the time will come when the time comes. Ain't nobody pressuring nobody. He's like, mm-hmm. We'll see about that. And that's the way it ends. So let me know what you guys think. And I'll see you next episode. Peace and blessings, my beautiful people.